Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for deciding to make us a part of your day. We have an exciting show lined up here for you today with some Super Bowl stuff and some Anthem Dimmon stuff. So just sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy another exciting episode of the Snap Crackle show right across from me is tim hey what's up to my right is morgan good evening and to my left is the villain from footloose jared buongiorno buongiorno i only say that because you were the only one who wasn't dancing near toward Uh, for the intro music sorry i i wasn't aware dancing was a part of the intro so you sat there i just you saw three other grown men dancing and i enjoyed it and you're like you know what this is a show to me yeah I'm not going to join him. I'm going to watch him. Is it because he's Italian? Could be. That's My Pavich. So Ben. Spaghetti. There you go. All right. So our first first little thing we want to talk about is a little game that a lot of people have been excited about that we had the chance to play both the closed beta and the open one. They call them demos, but we'll get into that. That is Anthem from Bioware. Wait a slash EA. You got to play? You got to play. I got to play the loading screen. What? In the beginning. So yeah, I got stumble. the loading. Yeah, I got the repeat. So everybody on that first weekend, uh, there was a lot of trouble. I think they I don't think I had any errors on the second weekend. I didn't. The one that was like open no. to everybody in the world didn't I have any problems. That. The one that was closed. Right. <laughs> but at least that means they got over the issue. So what are you guys' impressions? We'll talk about some of the struggles, the technical stuff. But outside of that, before we get to those, like what were some of your impressions of just the game when we got to play? Uh, I, I was a little scared for my pre-order at first. Like, I'll admit, like, I was like, man, this is a little freaking me out. But, you know, I'll admit that, you know, Ben, you walked, you, you kind of walked me down from that ledge. That's good. <laughs> you know, That's good. like you kind of talk some sense into me, like, look, this is a closed beta. Da, da, da. But it was a little scary. I'll admit it was scary at first. But once we played the game, oh my God. So what does that mean? It you was had fun. fun. It was oh, fun. It was amazing. He just got fun, pleasured you know? himself. Yeah. And, 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 and not to very ma- excited. And another credit to, to you. I know you love hearing this. I mean, I'm I'm just as shocked as you guys are, but, but uh, keep on the praise. Keep but, keeping uh, it on. Our little uh, message group Ben actually picked out the classes for all of us based on his perception of our personalities. He got mine spot on. I enjoyed the the class that he predicted that I would enjoy. And, and what class was that? That was the uh, what was the wizard class? Storm. 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 So you're the storm. Tim is our make thing go boom class. Yeah. The Colossus. You were happy with that class, Tim? Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> so what were your impressions of of the game overall? Um, overall. I mean, as as a as a demo, as a beta, I gave it a solid eight. Nice on both weekends. I mean, yeah, you got initial mm-hmm. startup issues. I don't know what gaming yeah. anything. Everything has issues. I mean, thinking back to Diablo three when that game launched, yeah. you know, especially today, like every game launching, there's going to be some. Well, and, and speaking of Diablo three specifically, I know you were you were huge in Diablo three when it first came out, and the other Diablos as well. What did you think of the loot system in this game? 
an anthem. Really nice. I mean, I, it it's pretty balanced. I mean, you you get stuff. I was a bit disappointed that they finally locked out a lot of the um the crafting stuff, so you couldn't like craft yeah, a lot. You couldn't of craft, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not craft in the demo. That. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it's a demo. We're not keeping it. Let us use it. I mean, why? Why? You know, give you a taste. Yeah. I mean, I think they gave point. you a taste. Yeah, they they want yeah. you to oh, be wanting I mean, to craft more. Yeah, like oh, this is it, yeah. yeah <laughs> first, it, it's free, kids. That's, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, you know, I literally went into it knowing, hey, it's a demo. It's probably six months old, and they're still diligently working that build. On this that build specifically was six weeks old. Okay, and the thing that people might not realize: not only six weeks, that's a long time in, in dev cycle when you're just tightening the bolts on this giant thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like controls are different, you know, like a lot of stuff is tighter and more refined because I've been watching a lot of impressions from people that played that and then played the full game at like EA Game Changer events and stuff. Yeah. And they said there was a significant difference on how it felt. You could just tell that everything was kind of tightened up and more refined and, you know, felt a little better than the demo. So that was good to hear. Yeah. So, Jared, what'd you think? Well, my class, I'm trying to remember the name of it. Interceptor. Interceptor. Sorry, I know it's the speed class. Speedy boy. One speedy boy. Um, And skilled, I got to play it some. Skilled position. I, I got to play it more on the second uh, when it was the open beta or the gotcha. demo or whatever. Of that, the first time I was just playing the soldier class, which I can't remember what the your ranger. class is. Ranger. Ranger. So anyway, I enjoyed it. What I liked, I mean, the visuals are stunning. Yeah, they're great. Um, and also as they released the storm stuff, what I saw the storm was really cool. Um, and the other thing I really like is the customization in your look. Like you can really customize from it's, textures. It's to awesome. Every class can use to, every kind of weapon. Yeah. yeah, it's the most in-depth one that I've seen Um in any game because usually you're not messing with textures and it's, stuff. You it's might have Forza. Presets. I'll say Forza does it, but it's yeah. just on cars. Like yeah. this is Forza level as far as shooters, of customization on your, for your character. Your on your Iron Man car. Yeah. On your yeah. Iron Man armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, really, like, I can see the longevity of it. You know, yeah, it's it's it how it can, I mean, people don't want to make the comparison once again. It's like when people don't want to compare the DCEU yeah. to the MCU, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's similar. There's similar, there are similar things, definitely. Yeah. You know, with like Destiny, like, yeah, this is a get online with your friends, find some bullet sponges, level up until they're not so spongy, then go to the next difficulty (laughs) (laughs) until now they're bullet sponges again and rinse, repeat, and rinse, repeat. And that can be a lot of fun as long as, you know, they've said, Bioware has said multiple times that they have built this from the ground up to be able to change major parts of the world, the map, the characters, mm-hmm. just by flipping switches. Yep. So that makes me think they're going to have different events, different mm-hmm. time, which they've talked about in a recent video. So that's that's kind of exciting. Hopefully they've learned by some of the mistakes like Destiny, Division. Yeah. And even like we, we spoke, uh, you know, before about Sea of Thieves when it first came out, you know, it had some problems well, with not having a lot of content. It had growing pains what, in yeah. every game brand new does what does it seem like that destiny in the division did that that you think won't be in this game though it seems like bioware has a better understanding of in-game content mm-hmm. at least that's what they're acting like they do once again i haven't yeah. played it this is all speculation yeah. we'll find out in two weeks the way that they've approached it from what i've seen and what they've said in interviews and how they've like i said how they've said from the ground up everything is designed for them to just change it constantly um, it makes me feel like they understand how to keep someone coming back for more. Where in the original division, 
and in the original Destiny, these were games that are really solid, and you can have a lot of fun with them. But you were done. You know, I mean, if you were on there with your friends, you were done and leveled yeah. out. And that's what I was going to say. Yeah. The uh, well, the end game for Destiny and the Division wasn't bad. It just didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It can't be bad if it's not there. <laughs> to, to go back to the division, I had the division on the Xbox and on PC, mm-hmm. and within two months, I had both accounts fully leveled, fully geared. <laughs> wow! And yeah, you know, and I played the PC version more than I did the Xbox. And both of those games have gotten better with end game content. Oh yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But but I'm thinking the damage is done. I'm thinking Anthem. You lose half your base. I'm thinking Anthem out the gate. Has a better understanding of that, so yeah. that's what that's why I'm a little more confident in it. And I know that Bioware specifically has always really focused on story. So I'm thinking, as much as I liked, um, what's the Bungie one we were just talking about? Destiny. Destiny. As much as I like Destiny and Division, the story was definitely stronger in the Division than it was Destiny. Yep. But it wasn't like earth shattering. You know, I'm hoping that Anthem has a legit story. That I can get behind characters to interact with and stuff like that. So I don't know. Did, did you guys see the the stuff that came out today for Anthem? It was like a whole trailer video yeah. for the actual game. Yeah, I watched it. And then there were people that actually went and played the game. And apparently that trailer is literally the first the beginning of yeah. the game. <laughs> and then they changed like we noticed, like the difficulty tier is changed. It's changed like dramatically. Like the the top tier used to be like three thousand percent. Extra now Damn it's like nine hundred percent or something. Now it's less than a thousand. I was just like, wow. Okay, so, so they're maybe, listening. Yeah, they're well, definitely listening. They're definitely listening, and I thought maybe it's also the way that they're implementing it because that three thousand one hundred percent increase on Grandmaster three was literally just health and armor based on those enemies. I'm thinking Bioware is now learning instead of just making the same enemies super strong, why don't we change their spawns? Why don't we have more here, less here? I think that's the approach they might be taking. And that's yeah. probably why to where the, yeah, that, that way down a little You're bit. not fighting the same villain 50 times, you know. Yeah, because I played the Stronghold mission in the demo, like, I don't know, 100 times right. last Saturday. <laughs> Just I mean, queue up, queue up, queue up, queue up, and then go play free play for a little bit, and then queue up, queue up, queue up. And that's up. what I'm saying. Like, like we would, because I didn't play the the second demo, but like when we're playing the first one, you know, we we play together, we do the story, and then we do stronghold, and we repeat, you know, some. But then when I when I actually went in and just did free play, and I was like, oh my god, things are happening. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you, you're coming across enemies float, and just, strongholds. You're just, around, and... you're just flying around. You find a random group of enemies, kill them, you get loot. And all of a sudden, an event happens. You're murderizing more people. You get loot. Like, well, and I have to say, like they they talk about a lot of times in game development, what's the game loop, right? What's the yeah. game loop? And that loop means like, what are you doing? What is the player doing? And then what are they getting rewarded? That's making them want to do it more and everything else. Anthem, even in just that demo, even though we knew we were going to keep into that stuff, how excited were each of you when you got a new gun or a new way to design your javelin? And you're like, I want to mm-hmm. get in and have everyone. We're all like, look, yeah. look, look at my thing. Look at this. Look at that. Like you're trying to show it off. Yeah. Your paint job, your new weapons, everything else. Well, I was like, like that's a us, really good gameplay loop. None of us thought to use the sniper rifle. And then you were like, look at this. And then you're taking out turrets and two With shots. Two shots, yeah. And I had already sharded out all of my <laughs> my sniper rifles, so I'm building one, and I'm like, oh, it's just a white one. And I'm like, oh, I can make... No, I can't, because it's locked. <laughs> and and, uh, and not, to, not to get... I'll get one. Not, not to do, delve Eventually. too far into oh, uh, yeah. you know, my background, psychology major. Hello. But uh, 
delay that that delayed gratification of oh you know you got a blue or you know you got a couple of greens but you know all right let's are we gonna go back right now to get it that little bit of delayed gratification really made it so much sweeter when you went and got it oh yeah, yeah it's good it's it's yeah. it's a great it's a great gameplay loop like I said I could sense even in just the demo I was like man the fact that I'm this excited just to show off this new vinyl or this new helmet or this new gun or this new like that's what's gonna keep it being fun and cool so mm-hmm. next on the docket we have some late breaking news about the dceu or the dcu or whatever the, you want to call it the dcpu yeah whatever yeah. the dcfu if you've paid for any tickets to see them <laughs> there's some news on matt reeves the batman and that news is that it's called the batman and Not that the- it's coming out when june 25th 2021 and we're I- in what year 2019. So I can't wait to see Ben Affleck. That's that's a great statement. A lot of people thought Ben Affleck was the best part of a lot of those movies. And uh, Jared, can you tell us what's happening with Ben Affleck? Well, he's not in. He he quit. He done. He's out. He's out. He's He's out. out, Giving up the bat. I I think he's hung up the cowl. Follow Henry Cavill. Did Henry Cavill follow him? No, no, no. He he followed Henry Cavill. I thought I heard rumors of him leaving. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you were talking about into the... Yeah, there's still rumors. Cavill is still Superman. Maybe. He's not. Everybody's not feeling it no more. Maybe. Yeah. That's a a separate... We we don't have anything definitive to say on that. forth on that, but... I will say this. I was a big Batflick fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I will say this. He was the most... I I wanted a solo movie with him in it. He was the most interesting. That was the one win, if you could call it a win, that I saw Warner Brothers and DC having. I'm like, they're going to get Ben Affleck to star in and direct this solo Batman movie. And as much as I like Ben Affleck as an actor, he's a far better director. So I was like, this is going to be great. Like him directing himself like in this solo Batman movie, this is going to be awesome. And then it came out, oh, he's not going to direct it. All right, well, he's still going to star in it. Now we know officially he's not going to star in it. And it's just, and, and I was excited about the combo of Matt one Reeves train wreck yeah. after another train wreck, and, and yeah. it's because like you know, of course, you know, DC, you know, is dark and brooding, you know, like, and that fit Batman. So that's why I think a lot of that yeah, works. Yeah, he's the only character you know, that does yeah. fit that exactly. <laughs> like, like dark and brooding can't be Aquaman, Superman. And it's like, well, everybody can't be dark and brooding, but, but uh, and, and if you really, and if you really want to know how we feel about the CU and Aquaman, you can check out our podcast where we review the movie Aquaman. That's right. Please, mm-hmm. please make me sing that movie worth something. Please go check that out. You know, and, and like, I just love the idea of like Ben Affleck and playing Batman, taking the, the, the weight of the world on his shoulders. You know, he was the one willing to do the sacrifice and. And a lot of this, and I, I really enjoyed that the, the character, and it worked. But yeah, the rest of it stunk. <laughs> yeah, it was the rest of it has been divisive to say the least. Yeah, I would so, call it divisive just to be respected. Yeah, the only <laughs> thing I, I would bring up about the uh, DCECWXYZ, yeah, CW, is that the only thing I'm excited about. Well, there's two. I'm excited for. Um, the is it Martin Scorsese 
Joker he, movie? He, or well, is he's, he producing? He's just like producing. He's, yeah. he's like just the, the one with executive. Uh, yeah. Joking yeah. Phoenix. But yeah, Joking King. Phoenix. I'm excited for but that. Don't, and and, and if you don't that. like that one, then we're still getting another solo Joker movie with everyone's favorite Joker from the original Suicide Squad. <laughs> and that's not, not necessarily what I'm excited about, but I'm excited for James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Yep. And then we're getting Birds of Prey. Is. Yeah, we're talking yeah, about things we're excited about. Yeah, the things that are... Like exciting me that that could be good. I don't know, but yeah, I know the, the, I can trust James Gunn as a director and as a writer. Not with Twitter, you can't. Well, just don't trust him with your. <laughs> I, yeah, I wasn't gonna go there, but uh, and then the Walking Phoenix one looks like a interesting. I mean, anything anything he does, you know, he's gonna go in like a hundred ten percent. Yeah, he's not your superhero actor, so he's not. It's gonna be character driven heavy. But yeah, I'll agree. Not Those not that there was exciting. not that there was a lot to be excited about before in the DCEU, but this definitely I think is a big blow because Ben Affleck yes. is kind of this that diamond was in the, the rough. Third excitement that I lost. Yeah, but Matt Reeves is still doing it, and I love Matt Reeves. Yeah, and ever since those Planet of the Apes movies, Rise was a little disappointing to me. I wasn't yeah. a big fan of it. And so Dawn blew me out of the water. I went on a whim and I loved it. And war was really. You're gonna say I went on a whim and bought an actual chimpanzee. Jeez, <laughs> like, Louise! It's like I bought an ape. Does your kids know about this? <laughs> yeah. So is that who you call every night? Wait a second. I yeah. thought I thought one of your kids sounded funny on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I trained them well. Yeah. So now you know why they stay with his mom. You're gonna walk upright like your father. <laughs> So, if knowing knowing how the DC it's movies heavy. are, who would you say would make a good uh, actor to play Batman? Yeah, if I we're gonna know. fan cast this real quick. Yeah, I don't know. People are talking about Army Hammer. I don't know. Army Hammer. I like him. He's got a great look. Yes, he's got he's got the look. He's okay. I I liked him in the Man from Uncle. Besides that, John I Hamm? don't know. John John Ham could. Yeah, he but. Could. It, he but could, except they're talking about right. rebooting this and making it a younger Batman, like yeah, a year one. That's uh, the thing. It, it yeah, won't if work. it's a younger well, Batman, yeah. then you, I don't know. And to say because if they were going to continue with the older Batman, you know, like the Batman Beyond. Not to segue into a better universe, but I, <laughs> no. I was going to mention a younger Wolverine. I'm concerned. I don't know who they cast for that either. So it's not that. It's I can't pick the Batman. I just don't know. It's He's, not. See, no, they're talking about casting. Cast. No, but no. we're getting on a whole other thing. We need but to stick Batman, on Batman. Back to Batman, I was just referencing that to bring the bring up to the, confuse everyone. I got no. You. I was just yeah. bringing up the level of conversation is a little higher, is a little nicer. Anyway, I don't know who I'd cast because you'd have that's that's minutia. You don't know these new actors. Who's going to be the right man? He doesn't know. Do you have someone in mind? I like John Hamm, uh, but if it's going to be somebody younger. I would say go to go with somebody who actually played the role. How about the kid who's been playing on Gotham? I think that's terrible. No, no, I think anyone no. that's on CW should stay on as small well, a TV screen as possible. And and he's just well, he's, he's on Fox, too, by the way. But but he's pretty. He's really he's still young. young. He's yeah, really young. Yeah. So I I think you, they're trying to go for. But he's growing. He'll be like he'll be like sixteen by the time he when even... he becomes the man, and so he can't still yeah. be you know yeah I mean we and do that a they're years. never put him in a movie because he's on the television show. Yeah, I mean, it, look, it, here's mine. Yeah, because no one's gonna ask me. Apparently, sure. you guys are too no. involved. I asked in everybody. Gotham, you know, I asked everybody. He didn't put that up. Here's my vote, and this might not happen because of the world fake we outrage. live in. This, you know, this, this might, yeah, fake outrage. You know, the the, the all the stuff that's going on in the border right now. Mario Lopez should be the new Batman. 
Those I dimples. He's got the just dimples. Smiling is he's chiseled. And he can do his own intros in the movie theaters before the film starts, you know? <laughs> he's got that certain energy about him that I like. That It'll Latino be a, flair. A new Batman and an upbeat Batman. I love that. Yeah. I like that. Mario Lopez is my vote. A Batman for everybody. A Batman, Batman beyond forever. hatred. <laughs> anyway, all right. All right. So, Jared, since we're talking about Batman and you had such a good choice for who should play a younger Batman, yep. and you even mentioned Wolverine for some reason, I thought we'd pick your brain Elevate. about Elevate. films, all yes. right? Specifically, some of your films, because you were in town right now, because... Well, uh, I've been working on my fourth short film, uh, and it's taken a while, but we are working on visual effects, and visual effects always take a while. And what makes this one unique compared to the others? Well, I always try to stretch myself, like, when I'm, as a filmmaker, I try to do things I haven't done before, I try to do things that are challenging, not to kind of rehash the same thing. So I, this is a sci-fi story, it's in a completely fabricated world, it's not Earth, it's not, you know, so there's a whole world creation that we're doing. And just so that people, like, know, like, yeah. your other indie films were... They looked like in like well, they were I shot mean, like indie films. You know yeah, what I mean? I like mean, they were they were. It was a, like a, you went about it like, all right, I'm making an indie film. But with this yeah. film, it was on a soundstage yeah. with a fully like built from the ground set, a giant green yeah. screen. Like this looked like I don't know. Yeah, it was, it was something out of like it was like we're doing pickups for Marvel's yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, right. It was it was like it was like oh my gosh, there was there was a huge crew and you had yeah. you're doing it and then it was one shot, right? This yeah, the entire we did film it in was one, one shot. Take and we were trying to tie this the real world to that world we're creating in the digital world, so to the what we have the green screen for, and so we had as many elements as possible. We had live action animals, we had stunt performers, we had guns, we had uh, you know. Those are all the Squibs. things they tell you not to work with. They they tell you not kids to work with kids and guns, and not to hand kids guns either. Yeah, and so on on previous films, you know, I first film felt really intimate. The second film was pretty challenging with kids and animals. Third film was a western, and we shot in a you know, we shot for daylight. We shot in a town. We shot, you know, with all the proper things you would. Uh, not to go into too much detail, but so now it was. Getting that experience with green screen and with our gimbal and and using that, um, using that um, I didn't do it. Uh, using didn't do what the set the the dolly like all the elements we could to tie everything together. So anyway, it, it was supposed to be complex. It was supposed to be up to date. I mean, everything you shoot nowadays from commercials to TV to movies. Green screens and everything, whether or not it's outside the window of someone's home that you're shooting a TV show for, or if it's the whole world that these people are fighting in. So having that experience was invalu- invaluable, and I wanted to get that experience and also tell an interesting story. And so time. right well, now, how many people are working on the visual effects? Well, there's more – like there's a team of nine uh Plus their supervisor. And besides that, there's been more people on it before, and there'll be people on after it. So we, you'll say probably all together, it was maybe 20 people just in post visual effects. So, Jared, what is it that you, you do? What, would, what is your, like your job? My job is to screw things up. Like, that's all I do. <laughs> I, I wrote it, I, I'm directing it, and I produced it. So basically, I have an idea, I write it, and I come up with, you know, I write the script, and I come up with how I want to shoot it. 
I usually storyboard a very simple storyboard. So you're but, a director or producer? Yeah, and I, and writer. I mean, and writer. I wrote it. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So And he tried to star in it, but I was like, Jared, no. Yeah, I had to give somebody else no. that part. He, 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 basically, his job is to make Ben drive an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, luckily, there you he, go. he's tagging along to help uh, this movie come to fruition. But yeah, so, and then I directed it, and I'm producing it, and I'm still sitting here in post-production trying to get all the final things done on it. Interesting. They're having yep. trouble with the Taco Bell logo. They just can't. Yeah, get the it product anymore. placement is not yeah. working out. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It Pays in. the bills though. There you Taco go. Taco Bell. Yeah. Taco Bell so gave him a free speaking month. of advertisements. Taco Bell. I want to talk about something that always has some interesting advertisements. That is the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> John what Madden? were some what <laughs> meanwhile and another joke what were some likes dislikes that can be for the game itself commercials what what was you guys take away from the Super Bowl this year Morgan how did the Dolphins do <laughs> all right he's on the floor it looks like he's swallowing his tongue censored beep, my, my dislike beep, beep, is that the Patriots beep. won <laughs> okay. That would be my dislike. All right. That's your only dislike? <laughs> no. My other dislike is <laughs> I was I was really one. hoping. I was really hoping my my Super Bowl prediction actually was yeah. that uh the Rams and the Chiefs. That's what you wanted was a rematch no, 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 of that. No, no, no. And no, the Rams no. cheated their way in my but the Super Chiefs Bowl, couldn't. My Super Bowl My Super Bowl uh uh prediction was that there was a fire and Tom Brady's stupid face might get mangled. Mm. He could still throw the ball though. That's uh, that's fine. But he can't have everything. He can't be pretty. He and have like a, the 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 supermodel wife and the six rings. No, he has to lose something. Then I'll be happy. This isn't Calling even his for final form. Amputation. Like just a just like a, a his like thumb or something. Like what? <laughs> yeah, maybe let's just pretend, his, let's, pretend hand. let's pretend he has ugly thumbs. <laughs> just ugly thumbs. That's his worst <laughs> thing. So those were your dislikes, Tim. Likes, dislikes. Uh, honestly, it, I didn't care who was in the Super Bowl because the Titans obviously weren't ever going to get near it. But, <laughs> but I mean, having it, it honestly, it was just because it, it it's a punt fest. It was yeah. the most there, boring there was, Super Bowl of there all was time. There was no excitement. I mean, the biggest excitement we had was because we, we watched Super Bowl at your mom's house was listening to Jared badmouth your mom about food. Yeah, that's what I did. Hilarious. <laughs> and then even watch her threaten. Even Tony Romo mentioned that like towards the beginning of the game, like, well, if you like offense, you're not gonna like this game. But if you like defensive games, well, you're probably having fun. Yeah. And nobody ever does have fun. <laughs> defense wins championships, offense sells seats. I I I didn't make a all star vote because like you vote for the Super Bowl MVP. I didn't make a vote because they don't have the punters on there. I would have voted for the punters. Yep. That's who should have been the Super Bowl M- MVP. Julian Edelman. First Jewish Sh- uh, Super Bowl MVP winner. Should have been the first special team Super Bowl MVP winner. Maybe. I liked him so much I grew a beard because of it. There you go. Jared, likes and dislikes? My likes of the Super Bowl was Adam Levine's six-pack. 
I couldn't see it because there was a California tattoo. I, yes. I was like, what a weirdo. I was like, he's not from California. Anyway, no, uh, the, truthfully, you know, for me, it's always movies, the movie trailers, the Marvel trailers. Yeah. That was awesome. I love that. Um, the Bud Light commercials. Commercials. You are, had your turn. I, I like the commercials. The commercials are a good part. I like seeing those. But um, as far as the game goes, there was the only pressure I ever felt was when Rams had their last chance to score a touchdown before it was going to be – you know, too, time was too far. It was in what was that fourth quarter? Yeah, was like yeah, yeah. Seven minutes left. They had the ball, and they you could feel it. Turned it over, and it was like yeah, it was like seven minutes left. They and I was the exact same I, play. I yeah. call. I was like, that's the game. Because yeah. like you yeah. can't that's give exactly you can't when give I Tom Brady the... the ball. Yeah, and know that he's in the lead in the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. Like they didn't even get the ball back, and then it looked like the Rams' defense just stopped playing. Yeah, they were the Patriots were running. The ball. If you're the Rams in that moment, the one thing you can't let them do is run the ball. Is run yeah. the they ball, especially when them. they weren't just running the ball; they'd run it for twenty yards. Yeah, you're like, that's what the Rams were supposed to. And do. Todd Gurley didn't get involved at all. Like, nope. and when he did touch the ball, he would get 10, 12 yards. A well, I'll tell you this much: there's one thing Bill Belichick can do. It's take away your weapons and try and make you beat him left-handed. Yeah, but the thing with the the Rams is they had. Many weapons. And well, here's all the of thing. them got taken here's the away. Thing. Like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe is the reason I was rooting against the Rams. <laughs> and then when I found out how young Sean McVay was, I started rooting against the Rams. Because he's 32, and I'm 29, and I'm thinking, he's 32 and he's coaching in the Super Bowl. I'm 29 and watching the Super Bowl at my mom's house because I can't afford cable. It was a harsh reality, you know? <laughs> but, of course, reality doesn't bother Tom Brady. You know why? He has, the whatever, he has the reality. It's whatever stone. he makes it. <laughs> <laughs> so update, update that, that's just in. Half the NFL disappears. That's right. <laughs> that brings you to our next point. Yeah, that's a good segue. The trailer. So there the were a trailer. lot of trailers. Let's first talk about Captain Marvel okay. real quick. Sure. Higher, further, faster. I liked this trailer. It was also only 30 seconds. So I'm guessing it'd be hard to make something in 30 seconds. I gotta see a little bit more of Brie Larson do something besides the little clips they gave. I have voiced my concerns about this movie for a long time. Yeah. And that's only because I think her character is a difficult character to write for in the comics anyways. Yeah. So then you've got to translate that into film. Mm -hmm. And I love, I mean, Brie Larson's a fantastic actress, Academy Award winner, for heaven's sake. So she should do a great job with that. I just don't know what the material is going to be that they're giving if, her. Yeah. It's not like she's writing it. You I mean, know what like, I mean? I understand why you might think that way, but I think after 11 years, we should, no, I know. We should, I should trust Marvel. They know I what they're doing. I shouldn't be worried at all. They know how to make a movie. Yeah, they know how to make a movie. I Who think am I? at worst, it's going to be a good movie. At best, yeah. it's going to be one of I the mean, best even Marvel yeah, movies. That's true. So, I mean, MCU's like we got a good worst movie. It's, it's not really going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. Even they've never made a bad movie. They've made no. good movies and they made great movies. Yeah, and that's so it. So it's not going to be any less than the whatever we consider because we all probably have a different movie we consider. So the now, least, but we get to talk about Avengers Endgame. What'd you say? I said now. We're in the end game now. We get to talk about Avengers Endgame. We're in the end game of this you podcast now, gone right? For the head. <laughs> so we got a no, new Avengers Endgame teaser. 
teaser trailer. It was only 30 seconds. There was yeah. a lot yes, in those sir. 30 seconds, Back though. There was a lot on the first, like, two seconds of it because yeah. it was a lot of screen caps. Yeah, from the other movies and the other characters. Mm-hmm. So what really struck struck you guys about this trailer? Caps in a surprise. And I just recently rewatched uh, um, Infinity, Infinity War. War. For the for the you know first time I rewatched it, and I noticed you know certain characters took a back seat like it was you know Iron Man was really up front in this fight against Thanos you know Iron Man and Thor were really up in the forefront and it seemed like Captain America kind of took the back seat as far as the story and now it seems like maybe now he's moving to the front seat yeah, yeah. Iron Man might be sitting the, on the bench for a little bit yeah, yeah and and that's, it's just roles. like yeah it's that it's that that'll be really interesting and I just. I'm. I can't wait to see when they first like come back and meet. They each still other have again. not spoken since Civil yeah. War. Yeah, that's what's crazy. That w- and I can't yeah. wait for that moment because I, I, knowing Marvel, it'll be a very well, powerful moment. Yeah, and Cap said we don't trade lives, and Tony's gonna trade his in this one. So that's my prediction. We can only hope. <laughs> Everyone's like well, Thanos is the best villain in the MCU. I'm like. We've had Tony Stark since the beginning. He's the best villain in the MCU. I'm just saying. I think when the first half of these two movies, uh, you know, Cap's making that point that we're not trading lives, that we're not gonna whatever. And then in the next one, Tony's gonna have to, and that's gonna redeem him. And Cap, hopefully, eyes, least, uh, but know. it was also that interesting line from this trailer specifically where he said, "Some people let go," and he says, "But we don't." Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. So yeah. Tim, what'd you get out of the trailer? Caps in a support group, yeah, <laughs> which is interesting because we saw him visit the same support the, the group. one. Well, it's not the same necessarily, but a support group that Falcon was leading, and yeah. he had questions yeah. for Falcon about you know like There's talking a few about less it. people in this one. Yeah, and then I was I saw that they had a sign like we see shots of the city like we're finally seeing the world really we yeah. we have a, we have a small snippet of that at the end of Ant Man, but mm-hmm. really this is the first time we're seeing large swaths of the country after the decimation. So it was really interesting seeing all the boats on, you know, on Liberty Island and, and, and seeing the empty stadiums and seeing the parking lot in the stadiums. Um, that all looked crazy. And then they had that sign that says like, what do we do now that they're gone? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are assuming that that's made. They're like, Oh, they made a sign just for this. I think that could just be a support group sign. For anybody who's lost anybody, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily been made just for that. For, I think for the event, and I think really having seen Infinity War so many times, I think the I thought the the message from that movie is failure. Like you can lose, yeah, mm-hmm. you can absolutely lose. And even from the opening line where Thanos says, "You know, I know what it's like to lose, to know that you're right, but to lose all the same," and that's exactly what's going to happen to our heroes in that film. So it's interesting to me to know that that, at least in my eyes, is the message of the first movie. And then in this one, to see the people in their defeat, and he's like, you know, some people let go, we don't. Like, we're not going to just handle yeah. defeat that way. We're, we're going. We're, gonna they're going to attack it. We're going to engage it. We're going to try and... If we can't save the world... We'll damn sure avenge it. Oh. <laughs> and, and, you, and also, re-watching that movie again, you know, I noticed that he... He only really uses the uh, power stone. He doesn't like he uses the reality stone, you know, in that one scene with. Gamora. They have they have him using all the individual stones. And he's used sequences. all of them. Yeah, yeah. But I, he's he he might. I think I I noticed he used the power stone a lot. For example, when he was fighting the group, he could have very easily used 
reality. reality stone. He could have very easily used another stone, but he used the power stone because I, I feel and I and it, to me it was like it seems like Thanos really is the hero of this sh- of this movie. You know, yeah, he, he was, and 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 like it really, I'm really convinced that this is a character that thinks he's doing the right thing because yeah. he's trying to inflict the least amount of damage as possible is what it seemed like to me. Yeah, while trying to still accomplish his goal. Yeah. Well, which, and, and which and, is the behavior you see of the heroes in the and, other movies. Well, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, just as a narrative, he's played as the protagonist, and the heroes that we've loved for the last mm-hmm. decade are played as the antagonists of the of the the story. But I think what makes his character so endearing, and I don't know who I was talking to about this. I'm having one of you guys. You see this a lot. Like it's not the morality of the character. People get lost in the morality, and they say, "Well, how can you root for somebody like that, or how can you understand somebody like that, or how can you, you know, like." be on their side or even think that they're right. It has nothing to do with morality. It has to do with them being completely unflappable, them being completely committed to one goal and seeing it through. You know, another example I would use that has a similar, a similar, I don't know, a similar narrative narrative to it, I guess, would be Breaking Bad. The main character in Breaking Bad is making terrible choices. Why do we root for him? Because he's doing it for his family. I mean, yeah, you could say he's doing it for he's doing terrible things for he's the also right reasons. An underdog, but, and you can well, also say but, that about Thanos. He's doing it for the right reasons, but well, that's what I'm saying. The morality can be flipped, so morality doesn't matter. The reason he's an interesting character is because he's willing to do anything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, as human beings, we relate to that. We're like, man, somebody that's willing to just see something through, even if the moral code is a little wacky to say the least. You can appreciate someone who's not going to stop until they get they reach their goals, and I think that's what they've done with Thanos. I think that's why he's so compelling as a character. So, what, how do you how do you think it's going to play out with uh, with Endgame? I know, Jared, you you you're, uh, your bet is that Tony Stark's going to have to sacrifice himself. Tony, somehow. I think maybe even Cap. Tony, 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 and Cap. I think uh, both of them are going to have to make big sacrifices, which I think will end with their lives. But uh, what we need is know. a play. What we need is a play on that line from the original Avengers, where they're together. And you remember Cap? It's it's when the 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 scepter is in there and it's affecting yeah. everybody. Yeah. But that that whole sequence between Cap and Iron Man is amazing because yes. when I saw that during Cut the, the Civil War, uh, the Civil War screening, it was like the movies yeah. leading up to it. They're talking back and forth, and in the audience, we're like, "Fight, fight, fight, fight!" So it was really cool. Um, <laughs> that was a really cool moment, but. It would be interesting with that cut the line moment because Cap's like, I've seen the way you fight. You're not one to lay down your life and sacrifice, you know, lay on the wire and sacrifice your life for the others. And Tony says, I think I just cut the wire. Tony needs to offer up the sacrifice and be like, you know, hey, you know, we might need to lay down the wire. And Cap's like, no, I think we can cut the wire. And maybe they try and that that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool, and that's of course, and that's of course like the 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 evolution of Iron Man and Tony Stark as a character. By the end of it, he was really by by end end uh, by Infinity War, he was ready to lay on the wire. But I think there's going to be some interesting things as far as like in the uh, micro universe with like you know they said time and space works differently. Well, there's something else I've noticed from the first trailer from Endgame that we got. If you guys are ready for this one, uh oh. Gosh dang, Jared. What time did you wake up today? What? Honda? <laughs> Water? <laughs> His brain's fried. Um, 
So there's that little stinger at the end of the original trailer where Captain America and Black Widow are there, and he says to her, is this old footage? And mm-hmm. she says, that's the front door, right? Yeah. If you look in the corner of that screen, it actually has a date, and the date is in... 83. I thought it was 83 or 86. Yeah, it's, it's old. So hmm. the way that they played in the trailer, like they often do in trailers, dialogue is mixed in a certain way, so it makes you think, oh, Cap huh, doesn't understand and that, and that this what... is live. I, he's asking, is this old footage? She just answers, that's the front door. I think they are looking at old footage, and that is the front door. Because, but it's, and maybe because what's we... great is Ant-Man would know where that facility was in the 80s. Why? Because he was there. Because he fought Falcon there because it was originally an old Stark building that then turned into the new Avengers facility. And that would mean that would give uh, Michael Douglas's Hank Pym even more reason to keep tabs on him in the future to give him the Ant-Man suit. (laughs) Oh. Because at the beginning of Ant-Man, we see Hank Pym, uh, Peggy Carter, and... Howard Stark in the Triskelion before it's built, and the year there is 91, 92. So if he's in 86, those characters are essentially going to be that same, around that same age. They're all alive. Uh-huh. He would go looking for Howard Stark, Hank Pym, Peggy Carter, and he would say, look, this is what happened. I don't know what, you know. And how when we last saw Ant-Man, he was trapped in the quantum realm. Quantum, quantum realm. realm. And maybe and like How's I said, everybody time's, doing in the quantum realm? And like you know, they said you know they said time space is wonky there. Yeah. And maybe that's how he gets out is some kind of time space thing. But then it shows the van. Now the question is: is is it the same van? Yes. Or is it? It's the same van. It's not as well, beat I mean, up. It, it could be. Well, no. Lewis says in the original Ant Man when he picks him up from jail. Well, you know, my parents are dead, but I got the van. So that would have been his dad's van in the, mm-hmm. you know, in the eighties or whatever. Huh. That's just a speculation, guys. This is not. Yeah, huh. this facts. sounds really thought out. It's facts. So, Wait, any Jack? other speculation? Any other news? I'm just Who's playing Wolverine, Jared? Tell I'm, us. I'm just interested in how it's going to end. John Hamm. Because... John Cusack. <laughs> John. Cus- <laughs> well, I'm interested in how it's going to end because of what happens next because of. The joining of universes. We are going to go around. New X-Men and all this stuff. What's your ending for Avengers Endgame? Everyone dies with a snap. Again? <laughs> but it's the other half. Two, two it's so it's just Thanos. <laughs> snap 2.0. Thanos does it again, but it's everybody else. It's so his there. other hand he yeah, snaps yeah. with. All right, Tim, so what's your Spider-Man ending? Spider-Man 2 can happen. What's your ending for Endgame? Everybody dies except for Spider-Man and... Black Panther Black and Doctor Panther. Strange and Captain Marvel. Nick Cage. No, no, just Nick so they Cage. Can... I, I think uh, oh, Hulk Cage. is gonna make it out all right. Maybe, but all not right. Mark What's Ruffalo. Nick Fury. So not he, that. you think everyone's gonna die, and you think everyone's gonna die, except for a few people. We're just yeah, gonna, yeah, just kill you gotta, You're gonna get Spider-Man. Morgan, how do you think it's gonna end? Um, I think I think it's gonna end with there being different like dimensions, a shattered shattered universe. Yeah. All right, oh, here's here's my pitch for the ending, guys. And I would like oh, to. No. I also think you already heard it. And and how we had like. All the heroes in the last movie fighting Thanos would be kind of cool if, like, they somehow get a couple of the previous villains and have, like, this, like, kind of clash of, like, Marvel Sinister Six version. Well, like, just like all the, you know, some of the old villains that are capable of coming back. Mm-hmm. 
or somehow you know through a snap or something. Well, and you know we had this cool scene of everybody fighting a villain or something. Well, they had Good speculation work. that Ultron's in this movie too. See, that was based, would, on, based that on sound bites. Wow! Here's my pitch for the perfect ending. Now, this is in a world where there's no more Marvel movies coming out, mind you. <laughs> this so this is doesn't necessarily this work. Is this is the end, all right? <laughs> it's the last stand, and you know, Tony Stark and and Captain America are just the last two against Thanos. Everyone else has been taken down, and Thanos is trying to use all his stuff. And their their only goal is to destroy the gauntlet. They're trying to just destroy the gauntlet. Cap and Tony have this little connection and they know what to do. Tony knows to shoot the beam at Cap's shield. Cap turns it as Thanos is going to strike with the Infinity Gauntlet. The beam bounces off his vibranium shield, shattering the time stone into a million pieces. Screen fades to white. Picture slowly comes back in and it's Humvees in the desert and it's the opening scene of the original Iron Man. Whoa. And the entire universe is one big loop whoa <laughs> that would be cool that would be an ending and not an ending exactly yep. it would be an and then if they want to spin it out eventually you could just have certain characters realize that they're reliving their lives endlessly <laughs> and they have to break out of that and that could be your if you if you have to push the, the universe further but that would be avengers breakout avengers breakout you know one thing we didn't discuss what apex legends apex Legends! Summit! 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 Currently, with 60,000 people watching him play that game. How many people are watching Apex Legends on Twitch right now? Like 200 and almost 250,000 people. Isn't it in first place on the. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's been in first place. So Apex Legends is from Respawn, the developers that gave us Titanfall 1 and 2. If you've not played 2 because they released it at a terrible time, please pick it up on sale. The single player is amazing. And the multiplayer is really good too. Even though Respawn did do Titanfall, this is very similar, but there are no Titans. Three player squads, it's Battle Royale. Yep. Not even worth There's Ooh. No, it's fun. It's, it's so a lot fun. of fun and it's free to play. Free. All right. And I've seen a lot of thumbnail videos so on YouTube that say better than Fortnite. Yeah. Thumbnails Whoa. are all Crazy. over Fortnite. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Fortnite. So what are you guys' impressions of Apex Legends then? It feels like the best combination of all the battle royales I've played. They have attachments, but there's like degrees of attachments. So there's better attachments that make that for a better yeah, weapon. For example, better weapon. Yeah, there's grades. So I could already have a scope or a yeah. you know, an attachment. But guess what? Even even late in game, I could say, oh, you know what? This is the same one, but it's yeah. better. It's gonna have adjustable scopes on it or something else, and I can pick there's that up. There's class it. class based characters, yep. which you can balance your team however you want, but they all have their specialties and there's like their their what would you call that everyday use of that specialty and then yeah, yeah, yeah. There's their, ultimate the abilities. Ultimate abilities and they recharge. Really cool. So it's not like a one time use. There's also on top of that the the movement moves quick. Uh and it's very fast paced. Yeah, you can slide downhill, you yeah you, you can have zip lines. Zip lines there are jump points on the map. Yeah. So you can re- literally redeploy, relaunch. And they're locations that bring action to them. Yes. Which is really cool. Um the range of weapons are really cool, and then the shrinking circle and how that works. I think the the great thing, it seems like they've taken notes from every battle royale out there and taken the best things that could make like the best combination. 
because you have the classes from Realm Royale. Mm-hmm. You have the the like something from Blackout. Blackout. We'll just say well, something. it's movement. Like there's Blackout. their movement. I think is better, but their movement yeah. is kind of like Blackout as far as deploying and everything mm-hmm. like that. The attachments, attachments and stuff in in PUBG. that customization PUBG. And uh, I mean, as far as Fortnite, there's some aesthetic there that's a little pleasing to the eye, colorful. Uh, the map is maybe more of a Fortnite like range and layout and stuff like that. Size even it's yeah. it's a little smaller than some of the bigger maps. So I think that they've they've done something really cool there, and we'll see how it plays out in the next month. But right now, it seems like the best of everything. And I mean, they might even have I think some the one maps negative. ready and some other stuff. What? Three players instead of four. I I think it's for size. So yeah, the there's only no. It's players. only sixty players instead of a hundred. Yeah, and so having three oh, yeah. three man squads, <laughs> so you have a lot more interaction. I think and on that side. I'll, I'll say this though. I but, was worried when it was only sixty players. You can't feel it. I don't know if it's the size of the map or the yeah. speed or whatever. It always feels like we're running into people and there's some lulls in between for us to stock up and everything else. But it, I don't know. It, feels, it seems really balanced. It feels huge. Yeah. When you're down and in it. Mm-hmm. All right, Tim. Why, why are you still playing Blackout every day yeah, what's your with Apex problem? Legends out there? Wait, 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 wait. Blackout. Blackout. Blackout? What's Blackout? Blackout. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the only other thing I'll say is that everybody else is going to have to step up a little bit more to bring more attention yep. back to their games. Blackout needs more. It's called more. the free market. It's great. Yeah, they, they need another map or something. They need, they need a market. couple of customizations in there. I think uh, PUBG has started to do that. I think that they need to keep up the pace. That yeah, they've for started. sure. They have some stuff. I mean, I've been nice, wanting to get back to it. It's there's a, a nice, different. healthy collection of Battle yes. Royale games now. And, that I you mean, have and, and, your pick. And our Battlefield one hasn't even launched yet. That's next month. We get our Battlefield. Yeah. Beta, yeah. yeah, that's going to be. Firestorm. That's gonna be crazy. So, Morgan, what were your impressions of uh, Apex Legends? Uh, I I didn't play it. I'm not I'm not a big he, fan of the battle royale guy. thing. Like he, I can I, I can play it with you guys. You I think know? he's gonna ease into it. I think it's just this is his. In. This is the one that's gonna get. Come on in, the one is fine. You know what I mean? Like like and, and like you said, you know, like it's just a, it's it's a it's a battle. You know, it, it's just like a game mode. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's like oh it should go away. I'm just saying, me personally, it's not my favorite. Well, yes. Tim rolled his eyes when I told him what it was. What was that about, Tim? Yeah. What was that about? Huh? He's like Battle Royale. And he rolled them all what? the way from left to right. What I'd from say... From left to right. That's a You got to make that distinction. They also yeah. have added in a lot Broke of customization, which would kind of be like Anthem. I mean, as far as like you can customize a lot of things. There's there a is a ton of, of cost- customization. Of I wouldn't say it's anywhere near Anthem, no, but it's a ton. But- that scratches an itch that Anthem scratches maybe a little deeper. We wouldn't have but so many itches if we weren't playing so many games without protection. It, it's like it's like in the <laughs> whole back one. massage and not oh just gosh. you know yeah. a hand or foot. I gotcha. And so, or foot. We are gonna end we are gonna end this <laughs> on that lovely... freaky freaky note. <laughs> All right. For Jared, Tim, and Morgan, I am Ben and I just unscrewed my microphone, but I caught it, so don't worry, kids. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. Auf Wiedersehen.